guys. We want to welcome you back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey, everyone. It's great to have you with us today. This is episode 34. And by the way, we hope you have had an amazing week. We are excited because today and next week, we're going to dig deeper into what our purpose or mission for our marriages should be focused on. Oh, I love that topic, Don. It's so important because we get married and then we, we chase like this dream, but so often there's like almost like a dead end yeah. that couples don't really know what they're living for and they almost forget what their focus should be. Yes, definitely. You know, we believe that having the right mission for marriage is, is vital. It's extremely important. So what is God's purpose for us as a couple? And what is God's purpose for you as a couple? Why do we exist in our relationships and our marriages? Why does our marriage exist? Is it really there just to survive, you know, to, to wake up, to go to work, to come home, to take the kids to their sports, to eat supper, to do the dishes, to watch TV, to go to bed, just so that we can do it all over again. <laughs> we can wake up, go to work, come home, take the kids to their sports, eat supper, do the dishes, watch TV, and go to bed. There's just oh, no way. Oh my gosh. I, I couldn't do yeah. that every day. Is there a higher calling for your marriage than that? Is there a greater purpose in marriage than just to make it through another day? I, there has to be. Yeah. There must be. I think we're talking about existing. Yeah. Like, do couples just wake up every day to exist together and that's it? Yeah. Or is there something more? Don, I know you and I believe with all of our hearts that couples that are together, that are married, that they've been brought together for a very specific reason. There is something more for them. And what is that? Well, we believe that couples have a much higher purpose for living than simply just chasing the elusive American dream. Don't you agree, Don? That's just a big chase. That's all it is. And when you arrive and you get there, at the end of the day, it's really kind of meaningless. We we believe that couples are called to run the race of life together to acquire the prize of of making a difference in the world, oh, yeah, to yeah. having an impact on the people around them. And by the way, um, we also believe if if you know Jesus, then it is so important to make sure that others feel the love of God coming from your life. We also believe that if your purpose of getting married is a dream of happiness that the relationship of marriage is supposed to give you, then your dream will start to fade from the moment you say, I do. That's such a reality. Yes, it I agree really is. Yeah, because it's it's putting all the weight on the relationship, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's supposed to be this this lemon that you squeeze all the the juice out of forever. Like it's right. never going to run out. And the reality is, you can't go looking for happiness just in the marriage relationship. Sadly, when it comes to relationships, specifically marriage, we think the goal is our wedding day. Once married, though, we forget that the end of one smaller goal to find a spouse actually means the beginning of a much larger purpose, and that is to change the right. world, to like I just a, mentioned. To make a difference. Yeah, yeah. To, to improve other yeah. people's lives. So when couples who get married, uh, when they say the phrase, game over, I won, I got the person I wanted, what they should be saying instead is game on, let's change the world yeah. together. Let's make the world a better place. Right. Don't you agree, Don? I, like, I do. I mean, honestly, your wedding day is the just the beginning of something greater, even though, yeah, you, you're married now, but it's just the beginning of you know, making a difference in the world. So true, Don. So let's take this a little bit deeper. There is literally nothing wrong with wanting to be happy in marriage.
marriage and no, life. I mean, that's than, normal, right? right? Yeah, we want to be happy. It's like a good thing. But couples who focus solely on marital happiness, they lose sight of the purpose for why they were brought together to begin with. Couples, I would say too, those that maybe have a relationship with God and know God, those couples have an even greater responsibility on them. A long time ago, Travis, you and I didn't just want to live the American dream. We wanted our life and our marriage to focus on making a difference to, to you know, we felt like there was something more and we wanted to make sure that we were doing that. We something were, bigger. Yeah. We were giving our part. We sat down, we wrote out our mission statement, probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. And this is what it says. We find our purpose in loving Jesus and in building relational bridges so others can know his love. Our life is not about money. It is about mission. Our life is not about property. It's about purpose. Mm, and I know that was something that. that we worked on together because we honestly right. wanted to make sure that our marriage was focused on something other than just ourselves, that we were focused on people and making a difference. I know we actually just recently paid and got this printed on a 16 by 20 canvas, which will actually hang on our living room wall as a daily reminder to us that we are on mission and that our life and our marriage has a purpose. We want the daily reminder, but we also want people when they come into our house to know that we have a greater purpose and hopefully to challenge people, but then just to always constantly remind ourselves of this purpose. Yeah, I think that's so important, Don, because it's, it's us saying, look, our lives are more than just the I do's right. at, at when we got married or our lives are more than just the two cars that we own, the house that we own or, or our bank accounts. We have a purpose and that purpose is absolutely having a positive impact around us. Right. And that canvas, that, that mission statement, I'm so glad we worked on that a long time ago and just said, this is what our lives are going to be all about. Yep. And it's so cool because we actually write our goals based on our mission statement. Mm, I mean, that's vital to us. Completely. So this week and next week, we want to just take a little bit of time to, you know, to talk about this. So talk about our mission, talk about our purpose. But we want to introduce you to a couple in the Bible who we believe are great role models and who we would actually like to model our own marriage after. Yeah, and it's so cool because um, obviously there are tons of couples that would be great examples and, you know, worth looking at and taking the best of who they are and what they do. But this couple in particular is extra special because literally their lives were all about being on a mission and making a difference. And they just happened to be in the Bible and they were people who loved God and wanted to bring that, that love for God to other places. So who are we talking about? You guys are probably wondering by now. We are talking about this incredible couple named Priscilla and Aquila. And they're not talked about a lot. In the Bible. They're like, not. I mean, they are a lot, but yeah. not, they're not like the main characters no, in the uh-uh. Bible. Yeah. When but you think about the Bible, you don't necessarily think of, oh, Priscilla and Aquila. No, but what's so cool about them is they had some depth. I mean, these were Jewish people. They were God-fearers. They were mm-hmm. married. Right. Um, they loved each other, but they were also from Italy. And that's kind of cool. Like when we think of the Bible, we think of Jerusalem or, you know, Israel, uh, Palestine. But these people were from Italy, but they feared God. And they also were a couple who were, they were adventurers, Don. Mm, They were willing to just go across the world and do anything to make a difference. But yet they were opening their homes. They were doing so many really, really cool things. And so as a married couple, Priscilla and Aquila, they were the perfect team 
and devoting themselves to the service of God and to the service of others. Again, just really great role models. And we can, you know, dissect this story, their life a little bit. Today and next week, we're actually going to go through the story of Priscilla and Aquila and get to know them better. It's really cool. They were amazing friends with yeah. Paul. Like, yeah, Paul the Paul Apostle. Paul knew them really well. Yeah. But we're just going to look at, you know, what did they do with their life? Did they make a, you know, what was their purpose? And did they actually use their marriage and, and have an impact eternally? I know one of the first things, one of the keys that Priscilla and Aquila did to make the purpose of their marriage an eternal one is loving God. They loved God. Yeah. And I think, Don, we could ask the question, what was so awesome? What was so such a big deal about Priscilla and Aquila? And what you just said is is really cool. Yeah. They loved God. And why would they love God? Why is that important for like even the couples listening, those of you that are tuning in right now? It's important because God is our father. Right. God created the universe. God created earth and he created each and every one of us. And the Bible says that he knew us before we were born. So that's a cool thing right. to love God. But then they loved God as a couple. They did. And everyone knew that they love God. Just like in life, we have many different ideas of what makes someone successful. We know what makes a marriage strong and healthy. And it all starts with this, to love God. It's not by coincidence that after talking about what marriage will look like in heaven, Jesus was asked what was the most important thing a person could do in life. And this is what he said in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. This is what Jesus said. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. So what did Jesus' words look like to Priscilla and Aquila? Again, Priscilla question. and Aquila, they loved God. Here's what Paul said of Priscilla and Aquila, his friends. In Romans 16, 3, it says, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus. They risked their lives for me. Not only I, but all the churches of the Gentiles are grateful to them. Priscilla and Aquila loved God, and this came out in the purpose of how they lived their yeah. lives. I, I really like what he does to describe his friends. Paul the Apostle is describing his friends, Priscilla and Aquila, and he's like, oh my gosh, they risk their right. lives for us, you know, and for me. And Don, I, you know, I just think of couples in our world today. How many couples will risk their lives for other yes. people? Like, this is a, a dynamic, incredible couple, but also that they were, they were a huge blessing to, he says the church, but what he's trying to say is a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And so they were amazing. I think this is a really good challenge for us because I think we could just step back and say, you know, are we really loving God together as a couple? Is he the passionate focus of our life and of our marriage? I know, you know, for us, social media, friends, hobbies, and even being, you know, you're a pastor, being in the ministry, there are times when we let these things become more important than God many times. And we have to completely reprioritize priorities at the point, make sure that God is number one. But the real question is this, who or what consumes your mind and your time the most as a couple. And once you answer that question, again, you know, what and who consumes your mind? Mm. Once we answer that question, 
Then you will know what you really love. And Don, there's so many things that I love. You know, I'm passionate about music or I'm, you know, I, I get really excited about food and right. going to new restaurants. You know, there's things that I love, but that's what's so cool about Priscilla and Aquila. Of course, they love concerts. Of course, they love going out to eat. Whatever it was that they had as their hobbies are the things they love. But we know from the historical written account from Paul the Apostle, the thing they love most was God. Right. It was God. They had their life priorities, their life's priorities in order. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you. So feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. And I know some of you right now may be thinking, you know what, that's not my priority right now. But there's good news. The good news is this. If you're falling short of this goal and you want to change the direction of your marriage, it's never too late. Like, Travis, I know you love music. Like Mick Jagger from the 70s rock band and the Hmm. Rolling Stones once sang the words, I can't get no satisfaction because I will try and I try and I try. And he was right. The world will always leave you wanting more and disappointed, but God never will. He will never Mm. leave us empty. He can redirect the direction of our marriage just in a split second. Yeah, and I I love that you said that, Don, because I really believe that you know, when you said world, this world will leave you wanting more and more. What we're talking about is society. And there's so many cool things in our society and our technology in our world today. But that is so true. You can fill yourself with all those things. But at the end of the day, it's still just technology. It it's still just plastic. It's still just, you know, things that we're doing. But are you at peace with yourself? Are you making a difference right. in the world around you? Yep. And I know, again, we're just dissecting the life of Priscilla and Aquila. Yeah. Like, how they fun. are, to us, they're marriage mentors, someone that we, you know, a couple that we look up to. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, another key thing, Don, that pops into my mind when we think of Priscilla and Aquila is that they made the purpose of their marriage an eternal one. It's easy to be focused on today or what's going to happen in six months. But they were like, wait a second, is our marriage, does it have a mission that is going to be eternal? In other words, a long lasting impact. So I think the second thing we wanted to point out today as we look at Priscilla and Aquila, and I mean, these guys were just insane. They They were awesome as far as a couple and their their commitment to making a difference in the world. I think the second thing that we noticed is they embraced truth. They did. They embraced the truth. Yeah. yeah. And and so many in our world today, you know, so many people get emotional or they get passionate and they or or they just kind of run off and believe things that aren't true. Right. But that's what I thought was so cool about and we think that's so cool about Priscilla and Aquila is even when it was uncomfortable, they would approach people and they would just say, Hey, this doesn't seem right to me. And I know in our world today, it's like, it's hard to confront somebody. Yeah. Uh, but it, here's what's really cool. They were actually, they went to church one day to the, you know, the synagogue and they went to church to hear a, a guy who had come to their church to speak. He was from another place and Priscilla and Aquila went there and he began to talk about God, but he wasn't like right exactly 
talking about yeah. truthful things about God. Theologically, it he wasn't was like not yeah, correct. theologically yeah. he was off. He wasn't like he was trying to lie about God, but he was he was just off. He was not correct, and so they did something about it. What did they do? Well, in the Bible, in Acts eighteen twenty six, it says they invited him to their home and explained the way of God more accurately yeah. to him. And I love that because they just said they explained that they didn't make him feel bad. No, they didn't, you know, point it out in front of a whole group of people. They invited him to their home oh. and they explained it. Isn't that awesome? Right. It's like Priscilla and Aquila weren't going to just walk up to him and go, you're terrible. You're inaccurate. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. Instead, they're like, wait a second. We are having a barbecue at our house. We'd love to have you come over, Apollos. Um, and they had him come over and they sat there and ate with them, hung out with them, got to know him. And then they were like, you know what? A little bit earlier today, we just wanted to let you know that one piece that you shared, it was a little bit off. Mm. It was a little bit wrong. And so even though it was uncomfortable, they chose to humbly confront Apollos because they knew their marriage had to be built on truth. Mm. It would have been easier for them to ignore it altogether, to not even, you know, go talk to Apollos. But once they confronted Apollos, the result was that he went on to share the gospel more accurately. And undoubtedly, we know from history that many people were impacted. And that is just so, so cool that they took the time. And because they had that internal, you know, mentality, but they also embraced truth, like, it absolutely had an impact on so many other people. Don, I, I know you and I, we recently, we had to go to a couple yeah. that, you know, they had, they had shared some things with us and they had kind of made some promises. And it was over a time, period of time where they suddenly changed what they had said to us. Right. And they were, they were going back on their promises. And you and I had to go to them. This we was did. really hard. It was we, hard. We, I'd rather not do that. No, it would be to. nice to just sweep it on the yeah. rug, walk away and act like nothing happened. But we went to them and we said, we know you're not being honest. Yeah. We know that you're not living up to your promises. And we just want you to know that you're not living by the truth that you're now we were starting very to very honest with them. We were very honest and not trying to judge no. them or put them down, but we had a responsibility. We want our marriage to be built on the right. truth like Priscilla and Aquila. So we went and we confronted this and we didn't other do, couple do in front of a group of people. We didn't, you know, try to shame them in any way. We just went to them directly. Right. And that's what Jesus said. Right. Jesus said, if you got something between you and somebody else, just go to them, go to their face. And so it was hard, but we did it and it was good. But here's why it was, it helped us in terms of, of building our marriage on, you know, embracing the truth is that we were able to walk away that day from confronting that couple, knowing that we had stood for the truth and that we were trying to live a life of integrity. And that's what we want our marriage to be built upon. Don, I know that you and I, we have kind of a, a, a strange thing that we like to do together. In it fact, is. when we were just down in Charleston, South Carolina, we did this. And why don't you tell everybody what I'm talking about? It's really an odd thing that we thoroughly enjoy like doing together. We actually love to walk through cemeteries and read tombstones. We do. To me, it's like one of the most amazing things ever to read, you know, their names and then look at their dates and then... There's usually some type of sentence that describes them oh, in some yeah. way. And we love reading them. We love it. It's just one of our, our favorite things that we do. But I think if we could look at Priscilla and Aquila's gravestone today, it would read these words, honest and true. Because Priscilla and Aquila, they embrace the truth 
with everything that they did and even going to Apollos and just, you know, embracing the truth and helping him. But that was what their life stood on, honesty and truth. Yeah. And and Don, you and I both know from the times that we've met with different couples, there are married couples who would, when we would meet with them in the past, like to really help coach them and encourage them in their marriages, they would try and get us to, to agree with their warped sense of truth. They'd yeah. be like, oh, you know, this is okay to live this way. And we we just had to pull back on them and go, no, that is absolutely right. not truth. I know one woman in particular, Don, you you probably remember this. She tried to convince us why it was okay that she had an affair. And it was quite shocking. It was. Like, it was it was hard because she really believed, you know, that it was okay what it, she did. And yeah. we had to really tell her in love that no, what she did was not truthful. It wasn't yeah, right. Yeah. She was just trying to justify right. it. She cheated on her husband yep. without him knowing. And it, it, again, it was, it was shocking, but we needed to look at her and just tell the truth. Another guy tried to give us excuses why he would you know, be looking at other women all the time that weren't his wife. Over and over again, we've had to look at people throughout our, our lifetimes, throughout our marriage And we've had to tell them the truth, that what they were doing was wrong according to God. And we didn't do that to judge them or to be rude or mean. We just just want to help people and go, man, you have a, a warped sense of truth. It is never okay to sit there and, you know, cheat on your husband or cheat on your wife with your eyes and be checking other women out all the time. Like, that's not the way to live your life. Not at all. And that's why we can look at Priscilla and Aquila's life and, you know, how they embrace truth. And that's we really believe like they're great mentors. This is, you know, a couple that we feel like we should be able to follow and, and do what they're doing because they're, they love God. They love people and they're doing the right thing. So today, you guys, the point of this podcast is this. We believe that when couples focus on the greater purpose of, of others and of Jesus, they naturally have a more fulfilled life in marriage. And there's a lot less conflict. When you're focusing on other people and other things, you're not going to be focusing on yourself or your marriage as much. You're going to be put your, your eyes will be focused on other people. Yeah. And that, that's super consistent, Don. Even psychologists, researchers will tell you that when individuals, uh, when they're, when they're just really yeah. focused on their own problems or their own life, they tend to have more like depression and loneliness and struggles. But when people are altruistic, in other words, when they're helping others, they're volunteering a lot. They have a lot of relationships with friends and they're very connected and loving and helping other people, they, they do so much better. They're they, like happy they in life. Yes. It's such a good thing. Priscilla and Aquila knew that people were watching their lives and we can tell how serious their faith was by how they interacted with others. That is why in the midst of a marriage where they loved one another deeply, they shared their faith with those around them. Again, I know we are called to a greater purpose than just living the American dream. And what does that look like for for us? What does that look like for you? Are you and your marriage focused solely inward or are you looking outward as well? I know next week we will continue on with two more keys that Priscilla and Aquila did to make the purpose of the marriage an eternal one. And we will actually give you some different things that we've been trying to do to make sure that our marriage is not just looking inward, but looking outward. Yeah. And I think, Don, just to clarify too, because we know that people all over the world are listening to this podcast. We've used the phrase American dream a few times. And really what we're talking about is so many people just get married so that they can have a fairy tale life. That's really what we're 
saying, a fairy tale storybook life. Yep. But the reality is there's so much more. I mean, Priscilla and Aquila made loving God the number one thing and embracing truth. Right. I mean, those are awesome things. So guys, here's a challenge that we would love to give you today. Do you have a marriage mission statement? We started off this podcast with talking about how we just recently had an artist like paint this out, our marriage mission statement on a canvas, and we're going to put it up on the wall in probably the next week, I think. But here's, here's the question. Do you have a mission, marriage mission statement? And what is your purpose? Why are you guys married? You know the purpose beyond just being in love and building a life together. So we wanted you to try and take some time this week and sit down, talk to your spouse about this. Maybe even start writing a marriage mission statement for your marriage. And guess what? We promise that if you do that, if you write out that marriage mission statement and you begin to think, okay, here's how we're going to make the world a better place. You know what? It will make a huge it will difference in your relationship, and it will prob- in your marriage, and in your home. it will probably change some of your goals. Some of the goals that you may have right now might change based on your purpose and your mission statement. Definitely. So guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Please know that we love you. We're praying for you. We believe in you. Marriage can be hard, but you know what? It is so worth it. Keep loving the fight, guys. Don't give up. You can do it. You've got this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.